0: Oh, hell yeah. Well, uh, we're still in the house. We're going to do a little OT. We're going to just bang out like uh, a song or two uh, on the way out as we clean up and straighten up. Uh, Keep it here. Keep it uh, real with Mutiny. I think they're going to be doing maybe an event tonight. I know Saturday's. Oh, he's got another song for you. So this is another one from Kimba. It's not Eminence Front. That's right. Razor Blade, Mona Lisa coming up. Uh... No, they're not race. Uh, I movies. This is Roseanne Memorial, one of my favorite bands locally in the last couple years. So if you ain't ever heard them, go check them out on, uh, online and just see what it's all about. They should be having some, I think there's an unreleased album out there too. So uh, that should be exciting when people get a chance to hear that
1: and have it.
0: I'm gonna sing uh, an alternate counterpoint to this right now. No, I'm not gonna do it. I, I've, I've been told it's not something to do. But hey, this is a great track, and a job. Uh, just keep it here for a little bit. I'm gonna play a cut like two or three more songs, and we'll do a rap. Maybe just one song. I don't know. Thanks for listening.
1: My way A golden sun will rise again Look into your eyes this time
0: thank Kimba Anderson again for being on the show. Thanks a lot, Kimba. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back next week with Danny Canope and uh, all that good stuff and a whole lot more. You know, um, I'm going to try to come up with some uh, skits for you, too. I've been thinking about it. You know, like just like funny shit. Just kind of like come up with stuff. Lance and it's come like come a, tell. me and Lance talked about it. Yeah, we got to do one for Lance, right? Lance come to tell. So uh, this show and every show until the end of the year is going to be uh, dedicated to lester moore yeah. my fallen brother you know lester? uh we love you everybody loves you and we're going to get that uh uh the lester moore memorial up and running in the next uh maybe week we're going to figure it out and believe it or not there's going to be the vital organs have uh kind of agreed to do something here in san francisco for lester so i think lance we're going to fly lance in and uh, me and patty and uh and andy christ on the drums andy from butt problems so that should be really cool and um there's gonna be a whole lot of other bands we're not sure uh, exactly where the venue is gonna be so if any of you guys got any ideas or anything other than like just basically the ones that you can think about like somebody you know has a hookup on a hall or something or just like you know just so some, just some place that we haven't thought of if you got any ideas, hit me up because we want to put this Lester Moore on, uh, memorial on probably by the end of the month, maybe within 30 days. He's cremated. He's ashes now. And that's kind of crazy, right? And also, you know, everybody send their love out to Sophie V because she knows she's going through it. Anybody who loses their soulmate, you have to have some uh, just feel for them because that's got to be a real uh, devastating thing to, to go through. You know, what she said to Barb was like, well, how would you feel if it was you? And I said, oh, I don't know. It's so We've got different dynamics in our, our relationship, but it's really like, uh, it's like something that you never want to have to experience. My mother would tell me that like the worst thing a parent could ever do is, is like to outlive their child. I don't know if that's true. I didn't get no kids, you know, that's cool. It was It was a conscious choice, you know. I, I really applaud all the rockers out there that are able to ha- be parents and do a, a great job and actually just, like, be there for the kids and also just still be in a band and do their job, whatever that is, just to pay the bills. It ain't easy. So any of you people out there doing that shit, and you're the people that are going to matter for tomorrow. These people like you, having kids, is going to, like, is hope for the future. Because there's, like, some fucking idiots having kids. You know, people just, like, are just very... uh I don't know. They're just like a different crew. They're not going to, they're, they're just not pushing it. And, and people are really um, attached to money at this point in time. You know, nobody's actually just doing it because they love it. Or they got they actually care about humanity. And they want to be a leader. They're a natural leader. The, the real leader of this country is going to be somebody who is not part of the two-party system. He's somebody who just wants to be able to fucking lead this country to prosperity. And, uh, you know, we do need a, a figurehead. That's what, um, you know, Congress is there. But you see what happened with, with Trump. You know, somebody gets in there and it's just like, anybody could be president at this point, right? Anybody could be president. All you got to do is have money and catch like some kind of like wave of uh, fanaticism. I think that was happening with uh, Bernie, was switched over to Donald Trump. And like, that's what won the election. But the fact of the matter is he did not win the election. We lost by like two million votes. And that's why the fucking, uh, you know, uh, whatever, the college. What was that thing called again, Barb? The Electoral College. That's just bullshit, right? That's the stupidest stuff I ever heard of. Some some body of dudes and, and women who are basically making... They're, they're really the people who vote for the president, right? All those votes. And, you know, like, just think about it this way. The tabulation has got to be, like, it's so easy to rig, right? It's all electronic at this point. So... Anybody could fudge that shit. Don't vote. Whatever you do, don't vote. Uh, well, you could vote if you want, but vote for somebody you believe in, not just the lesser of two evils. And we need to, like, you, like, you looked at that last election. It's like, that the best we got? It was just kind of like Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Bernie was cool. You know, I don't know if he would be a great president or not. I think there was a little bit of like this lemmings to the sea thing where all the young kids were just like, Bernie, I feel the burn. It's great. And I was a little skeptical about it. But right now, I wish that Bernie Sanders was the president of the United States because he would actually be a politician and a leader and a sensible man. We have a guy in there. You know, what can you say? And uh, it I doesn't seem like he's actually going to get impeached. We keep waiting for it, right? Right? Aren't we like isn't he supposed to be impeached by now? I, I don't know. Right, I think they started the the whole process. Like what's happening with that? This guy broke so many rules. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He broke so many laws. But this is and he's a racist. And he's a sexist and all this other shit. You know, the fact that he became the president of this country makes us we all should take a good look at our society, our culture here in America and say, what the fuck have we been doing the last fucking uh, 50, 100 years? Because it's only gotten worse since Nixon, right? Nixon, no, I, I did bring us together. But how about those people who are like died in the wool, Trump fanatics? They're still thinking that he's the he is the fucking shit. That guy's a fucking horrible human being. One of the worst. I gotta be honest, you know, I, I would not, I like to take a swing. I like to just, you know, to, you know fuck him up because he's a fucking asshole. So Donald Trump, you want to get in the ring? We'll, we'll, we'll just uh, do a little uh, boxing. We could spar, you and me. Maybe we could just spar with our mouths. But, you know, you're not going to have supremacy. You just can't just tell me, right, yeah, you shut up. We're going to have to be on equal terms. And we'll see what the real truth is about humanity and America. And what we really represent. So it's like it's up to you people out there to make a difference. And, you know, like I was saying, the people out there having kids who are rad, you know, just uh, different, exciting, smart, funny, um, just having the kids and just teaching them like, to their, you know, their own unique ways, let them be themselves, and magic will happen. You know, it could be the next world leader, it could be somebody, a scientist who discovers something that prolongs life, that would be probably pretty good, right? Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about this, too. Like the, the pig-human embryo, the cloning. They've actually spliced it, and there's now a creature alive that's pretty much above board. That's two beings. This is like a pig and a human. They actually went with it. They're thinking about cutting off the human head, too, and putting it on an, uh, on a body, too, at this point. So we're living in a science fiction novel, people. It's exciting. It's fun. It's bizarre. And, like, who knows where it is. I'm just kind of glad that uh, I'm old enough that I'm not going to see it when the shit really hits the fan. Maybe I will. and I'll be fine. At least I got to live a full life, right? But there's, there's going to be a time when, like, the, the Earth is going to just, the, the temperature is going to be raised so much that, like, a, a lot of the Earth is not going to be habitable. That's what I read about. No, I can talk all I want. We'll see you, we'll see you soon, Kimba. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Send me those pictures. I will, 100% okay yeah and it and not it's still like a a special thing each and every time i get to like uh, photograph the people on my show because i really do want to celebrate the colorful personalities here in san francisco and around the bay area um and so it's, it's been really fun just to get back up in this and i'll, I'll be posting uh you know all the portraits i got so far which we've got some good stuff from bite we got uh some great pics from with my friend uh Devin Saturnus. That, those were probably the best. That was pretty cool. So who should we play? Uh Chainsaw Kittens? They were cool. If you never heard them. Maybe I should play. That, that sounds good, but let's hear this one. No, let's hear this one. And we'll want-
2: Um I'm only gonna be here for a quick minute. Uh Arden's gonna take over the second half because I gotta go deal with my woman. Let's not dig into that. Humble like Yeah, no, she she hates me. Uh I'm just I i st- I'm starting a new job tomorrow as a new private investigator firm. And uh yay, yay for me. It'll be um It'll be fun. Oh, sorry. It's right in your face. Uh, because I'm going to be all over California, like, week to week. So I'm going to go to Santa Ana next week, follow someone. going to go to Redding the next week, follow someone. So I'm wondering if there's a way I can, like, insert comedy into that lifestyle. You know? That would be fun. Get into all the different, I guess it would just be open mics at this point. But, um,. Yeah, so f- it's, it's going to be good. It's, I like being a private investigator because it's the only job that attractive people are objectively worse at. Good. Who's this attractive person following me? Anyway, I'm anxious to get out of here, so uh, Adam, you're up.
3: Thank you for that enthusiastic introduction and blessings on your getting out of here. Hey everybody. Uh so you know, I've been thinking about relationships lately quite a bit. Um you know, we all want to meet someone or have someone and to me it comes down to it being a question of holes. No not not like that, dirty minds. Uh just like that, that hole in our soul from being a human being with a body of discontent that we want to like cram another person into. we want to meet someone and say, get in my holes! Get in my hole! I need something in my hole! Okay, that does sound more like the first thing, I admit it. Um... But we, we all have like, we have this giant thing that we're walking around being a human and being like, I'm not happy because I have this hole. And, you know, ultimately we try to fill it with donuts. Every single person has tried to fill their hole with donuts and then discovered that donuts have holes. So it doesn't work out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Jewish. I'm a terrible Jew though. Like, um, the extent of being Jewish for me pretty much means like once or twice a year. I'll get together with other Jews and we'll we'll have a very nice dinner and we will ponder age-old questions like when did Hanukkah start? Um, yeah, but it, basically I'm white. Like being Jewish at this point for me in America means being white, although with the recent white supremacist protests, I might be just Jewish enough for those guys. I don't know. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Being white is, it's conflicting to me. Like, I don't get me wrong. It's awesome. Like being white, if, if you're struggling at something and you haven't added being white to it yet, that's definitely your first point on the troubleshooting chart. Like, is this going wrong? Cause I'm not white. Let me try being white. 80% of your things will get better immediately. Um, but like it's come to my attention that white people are kind of We've done some shitty stuff. And um, and so, like, I, for me, it just gets in the way. Like, when I talk to someone who's not white, I see them as people. I see them as equal. But in the back of my mind, it's like, oh, my God, you are carrying such a larger burden than me. How can I relate to you as a human? So, I've tried. Lately, I've just been trying to think, okay, I'm Jewish. We've been through some stuff. I'm not trying to be, to be a person of color or brown. But can I just be, like, off-white? can just be like a cream or an eggshell. Um, So I did that for a while, and then that went sideways because I became an off-white supremacist. I don't hate, you know, people of color. I just hate the pure white people. You guys know who I'm talking about. The fucking Dutch, right? I mean, I want to tell them to go back to, and I can't even tell them where to go back to because they're too fancy to name themselves after a country. It's the Netherlands or Holland, but there's no, like, Dutch place. So it's like, go back to Europe with your weird pickles and your flergengergen talk, you fucking Dutch mother. Yeah. Speaking of holes, at some point, you just got to face yours. And, like, that might look like a breakup. And that's like, um, you know, you really fall in love with someone. Like, you know you're in love with someone when the farts are funny. I think I may have just blown the punchline. Anyway, there's a fart punchline coming let me just telegraph that uh so <laughs> you know you're in love with someone uh like i woke up at, at like three in the morning and i thought my wife was having a nightmare and i was honey you're having a nightmare i heard you screaming and she looked at me and went, no i farted went back to sleep it's like it's adorable and then uh you know when a relationship like that ends I, it's kind of a hard time and those kind of times are they're almost like drug experiences like you uh you wind up losing time and just kind of coming to in random places like I came to the other day and I was staring at a giant jar of pretzels and I realized I was in Costco and I was way too high just staring at this giant jar of pretzels just going how are there so many pretzels on earth those pretzels could feed a village in Africa. Is it racist of me to make this about Africa? That's okay. I'm off white. I'll take five pretzels. And then this five-year-old went, this is Costco. There's no one here to help you. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I'm 39 years old means I grew up in the eighties. Um, I grew up playing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Eighties people, eighties people. Uh, I grew up playing uh, Super Mario Brothers, and uh, I'm confused now because they just released the Mario Brothers for, for the iPhone. But I've gone from the 8-bit Mario I grew up with to this perfectly rendered Mario where the graphics are so good, all I can do is stare at his ass. It's not even like a sexual thing, it's just adorable. Um, Another thing I grew up on was Revenge of the Nerds, which is great, and I was really thrilled with the uh, the reboot they did recently. It kind of went by me for a second, then I realized it was all over the internet. It's called Google. Um, the nerds have won, and, and I've kind of given it. Like, at 39, you have to stop trying to be cool or not a nerd, you know, doing that thing. I used to walk around with pants that had so many zippers that were not necessary. It was like, I was telegraphing to the world. There are so many people trying to get into my pants that I need decoys. Ladies. Um, did you just make a frog sound? Um,
4: hello. Religion is insanity. I am convinced. <laughs> or I guess it guess you have to be
5: to insane to start a religion. Yeah. Um, you
4: don't need it. No mo. Yeah. No mo. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's a knockin. I think it's the band that's coming in <laughs> It's perfect timing too yeah 6:30 <laughs> was the time yeah but anyways in the news, um, it sounds like Bikini Kill got back together um, about a week or two ago and played a show that nobody was prepared for. And then um, there's also an article in The Enemy, so I'm going to read about that. It's in a section called On the Record. Uh, Bikini Kill's message of female empowerment is more important now than ever. When most old-school bands reunite, they do it with pomp, pyro, and a reality television show. Not so Bikini Kill, who casually regrouped for the first time in 20 years last week to play just one song at a book launch party in New York. One of the greatest political bands of the 20th century, Bikini Kill spearheaded the riot girl movement of the 1990s, a third wave feminist dream who sang, or rather shouted from the very depths of their souls, songs about sisterhood, solidarity, rape, assault, and abuse. These were songs that sought to regain women's power and ownership of their own bodies. These were important songs, songs which had a powerful message, but were also really fucking banging. They, the best, the very best kind of songs, you might say, battling against the macho hard rock scene or beer gut boy rock, as the band's um, incendiary front woman Kathleen Hanna called it. Bikini Kill wanted to make women feel safe at gigs and called for female crowd members to come to the front of their shows while the men were instructed to hang at the back. Their arm was to flip the script of punk and hardcore, which had become butch and exclusive, pushing out women with ultra-violent gigs and a blokey, girls-aren't-welcome attitude. Though they released their final album, Reject All American, in 1996, the band's message seemed more important now than ever. In the wake of assault claims against men in the entertainment industry, politics, and basically everywhere else, where there are guys unable to act like decent people. Bikini Kill's strident call to arms empowered the band and their fans. Showing that not only would they refuse to tolerate harassment and domestic abuse, but they would fight it with fury, rage, and some of the best punk songs since X-Ray Specs Polystyrene first picked up the mic and screamed about the dangers of consumerism. I was bringing performance art into punk music while talking about feminism and violence against women, Hannah told The Guardian last year. A big part of it was writing to kids who were having a hard time and didn't have anyone to turn to. Reaching out to people who felt alone and abandoned, Hannah and her band were doing something that politicians in the mainstream media weren't. Over two decades down the line, and it's as if things have hardly changed. Back in 1992, Bikini... Girl, Bikini Kill called the Revolution Girl Style Now in 2017. It doesn't look any closer. Um, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. But I know that um, she's been um, making music still. And we saw her a couple years ago. Yeah, we did. She was actually just here with
5: um, the Julie Ruin not too so long Ruin, ago. Yeah so she's still kicking even though she's uh suffering uh through Lyme it's disease, that Lyme disease she yeah looks, she's pretty
6: thin
5: yeah but well I think it's she fluctuates I think that's part of it yeah. um but yeah she's still she's still going and rocking all over the world with uh, her band Julie Ruin I think she's been doing a, a few solo stuff as well yeah
4: her, um, I think her birthday is coming up and she had a, a nice video um, she is uh, or she came in contact with this woman who has a program that helps girls um, going to school in Africa so I thought that was that's a nice thing to do to instead give of, instead of getting an idea yeah. it's like don't send me anything just help, help girls Donate. go to school for like $40 yeah for a year. Yeah. Like that'll help them because, um, you know, education leads to a better future, not just here, but in other countries too. Globally, so, yeah. Yeah. I that. Uh, this week in death, <laughs> yeah.
5: uh, Chuck Mosley, former Faith No More frontman, dead at 57, the former singer for Faith No More and Bad Brains, passed from addiction related reasons. Chuck Mosley, former frontman of several bands, including Faith No More and Bad Brains, died on November 9th. According to a statement from his family, he died from addiction-related causes after a long period of sobriety. He was 57 years old. Mosley became frontman of Faith No More in 1984 and recorded two albums with the band, including their 1985 record, We Care A Lot, and 1987's Introduce Yourself. He was fired from the group in 1988 due to erratic behavior on tour and replaced by current frontman Mike Patton. In his statement, Faith No More, remember their late former frontman, it's, heavy, it's with a heavy heart, um, actually heavy, heavy heart, we acknowledge the passing of our friend and bandmate, Chuck Mosley. He was reckless and caterwauling force of energy who delivered with conviction and helped us on a track of uniqueness and originality that would not have been developed that way if he had not been a part of. Um, How fortunate we are to have been able to perform with him last year in a reunion style where we we released our very first record. His enthusiasm, his sense of humor, his style, and his bravado will be missed by so many. We were a family, an in, in odd and dysfunctional family, and we'll be forever grateful for the time we shared with Chuck. A an Los Angeles native mostly first met Faith No More bassist Billy Gould in 1977. Together, they played in the band called The Animated before mostly joined Faith No More. He sued Faith No More after his, his firing, claiming the partnership. Uh, stake in the band and they eventually settled out of court mm-hmm. mostly went on to front legendary hardcore bad brains and a brief stint between 1990 and 1992 mm-hmm. he later formed and joined several other groups including cement UVa, indora and primitive race despite subsequent illegal battles between him and faith and more mostly made a couple of surprise appearances in the group on stage in 2010 um, you can f- learn more about that on Pitchfork.com.
4: Oh, interesting. Yeah, I remember hearing hearing his name, yeah. know, reading about him in articles over the years. Yeah. I never really got into Faith No More.
5: Did you? I mean, no, I... They would have played that song over and over yeah. again on the radio. And they had the video
4: for it. Yeah. Somebody was telling me, somebody that I worked for or worked with at Landmark, she was, I remember she was really into them. And she was like, yeah, like they were pretty much like neck and neck with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers were the ones who were the, you know, More successful. really successful. But they pretty much had like, really similar sound. Yeah, it had a similar style. style. And I was like, I've never heard of them. Yeah, actually (laughs) It wasn't until later, like, when she mentioned it, I was like, oh, I'm curious, like, I'm gonna find out more about them, but...
5: I actually when I was, um, online dating for a while, I went on a date with a guy who, like, loved them, and he would, like, stand outside to try to meet them, and, like, he had pictures with a few of the members, Mm -hmm. and I was like, the people who, like, like them and know their stuff are really dedicated, so it's kind of interesting to see. Um just a little bit of their history because obviously I didn't know that he was related to Bad Brains as well who you saw not so long ago right? yeah
4: I saw them at uh, Riot Fest and they had some they definitely had some some hardcore fans yeah. there that knew all the songs where I was I'm, I'm just a moron who was a uh, fly on the wall like oh I'm curious I've heard <laughs> yeah. so much about them yeah. but I was obviously I wasn't born when they were in their um, in their prime, I think they were they were part of the DC um, hardcore scene. That that you know, Dave Grohl, he kind of got his start yeah there. And he's a big fan of Bad Brains for sure.
5: Yeah,
4: I um, heard him talk about them a lot. But it was so funny. It was like I really enjoyed some of their like more reggae, world music influenced. Uh, thing going on versus like the old school hardcore songs that everyone was like moshing to. yeah, but um I, I mean, at least I enjoyed part of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see it as a as a positive there. Yeah. Um, the stories about uh, Princess Nokia. Uh, she's a New York rapper who's feminist podcast visceral live shows and debut album 1992 deluxe and she's wearing a she's wearing a Pokemon shirt so that's what caught my eye <laughs> I was like okay I'm gonna read this story <laughs> um, I hit uh, I bleed on stage I hit myself on stage she tells Joe Madden, anything goes oh and she cries on stage too Uh <laughs> I cry on stage. Uh, de- <laughs> <laughs> Destiny Fraskiri is getting ill. Not in the '80s hip hop sense. More in the "feel my forehead, I'm hot" right? <laughs> she- <laughs> she's arrived at this Bronx photo. St- I feel like it's almost like a like SNL. It's like she's trying to be like a, a hip hop artist, but there's like there's some comedy in there too. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Uh, Feel my forehead. She's arrived at the Bronx photo studio in an influenza days, (laughs) clutching a carton of steaming chowder that she's laced with hot sauce in an attempt to exercise her fever. Her voice is a cracked near whisper, and she has the fragile demeanor of somebody who'd far sooner be convalescing under a familiar quilt. Uh, Friskiri isn't the type to let sudden calamitous, calamitous flu get in the way of plans. However, fresh from the salon, with the deep green dew, she com- commandeers a mirror and sits to what, and sits herself down in the corner of the studio to apply her makeup for the shoot. "'I don't have a makeup artist, and I don't need a stylist,' she croaks. "'All of this is still strictly a DIY thing. "'I'm at a mainstream level now in terms of the attention I'm getting, but I haven't gone mainstream. Praskiri first caught ears with 2014's Metallic Butterfly, released under the name Wavy Spice.' <laughs> An eccentric electro soul mixtape that found her oscillating between singing, rapping, and beat poet proselytizing. Uh, so it's not hard vocabulary words. <laughs> I just do it slowly. I was like, okay, <laughs> slow in my roll. Oh my I god, the British are amazing. Proselytizing. I have to look it up next time. Uh, next came 2015's Honeysuckle, released under the name Destiny, a straightforwardly nostalgic collection of fun, feminist disco funk. Then in 2016, For Scary reinvented herself yet again to become Princess Nokia, a name inspired by the only phone brand available to her income bracket and jettisoned her soul and electronica influences in favor of tough hip-hop purism. 1992, Princess Nokia's debut mixtape was self-released in September 2016 to instant buzz and acclaim. Recognizing a sure thing when they hear it, Rough Trade have just reissued a heavily expanded version as 1992 Deluxe, and it's one of the year's must-hears. A technicolor blast of gleeful riot girl rap that slaps your head one moment, breaks your heart the next. Everything really came together on 1992, says Frascure. a Eyeshadow brush, a blur, her voice is less, a little less broken with every chowder sip. <laughs> uh, that was me, what, like a week ago. And it's a long article, but I'm already really interested. So,
5: Well, you're going to be more interested because she's the one who threw a cup of chowder
4: <laughs> She loves her chowder to
5: a white nationalist at a protest. <laughs>
4: oh, she did? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. What is with her in chowder? she's, she's a baller. amazing.
6: <laughs> um,
5: mm. Another infuriating news. Um, I have uh, I dig it. I have FXN uh, FX and Steel with Louis C. K. after sexual misconduct. Oh, okay. Oh, God. He's also been dropped by his management company and publicist. The fallout and in the wake of Louis C.K.'s sexual misconduct continues. FX Networks and SF Productions have announced that they are cutting all ties with the comedian after the New York Times reported multiple women had come forward, alleging that C.K. had masturbated in front of them without their permission. As the Hollywood Reporter points out, C.K. has issued a statement confirming the women's claims. We are canceling...
4: (laughs) the fire truck is a fire tr- I'll just continue <laughs> pulling up outside
5: um <laughs> fuck fire trucks i don't know where i left off god you and you're saving lives um, we are canceling the overall deal between SF Productions and CK's production company, Pig Newton. We will no longer serve an executive produ- a producer or receive compensation for any of the four shows we are producing with him. Better Things, Baskets, One Mississippi, and The Cops. The FX said in a statement, as far as we know, his behavior over the past eight years or all five series he has produced for FX Networks and our um and or FX Productions have been professional. However, now it's not the time for him to make a television show. Uh, Now is the time for him to honestly address the women who have been come forth to speak about their painful experiences, a process which he began today with his public public statement. FX was also the home of Sue C.K.'s show Louie. THR also reports the TBS, the network slated to host uh, The Cops in 2018 has suspended production of the show until further v- review Universal Pictures and Illumination have also ended their relationship with Louis C.K. for the sequel of The Secret Life of Pets 2 Variety reports in addition management company Three Arts and publicist Louis, Louis K. have issued statements saying that they are no longer working with C.K. Since the New York times report was published yesterday a release of louise k's new film i love you daddy has been canceled and multiple other companies have distanced themselves from him including hbo and netflix so that career dropping over. like flies now george takei is also in the mix of people oh really
4: is he the guy that was yes. on star trek yes. wasn't he gay yes
5: well, it was a gay man who came out and said that he was sexually assaulted by Lord George Dickie. Really?
4: Also, um, uh, Kevin Spacey. That was a big one.
5: Yeah, so fucking angry right <laughs> now. Anyway, but uh, it's but it's not surprising. It's not surprising. It's just, and unfortunately,
4: uh, we yeah. know this as as women because because
5: yeah, we've experienced it firsthand. We've experienced I'm, it. And you firsthand. know, I'm people bless her, but you know. It happens so everywhere. It happens a lot everywhere. And it just goes
4: ignored for so long, you know? But it's interesting that people are paying attention because people in Hollywood are talking about it. But it's not just happening in Hollywood. It's happening everywhere. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Somebody was asking Naomi Campbell, who's a famous um, British supermodel, and she was like the only person who I heard who said I don't know if I believed her but she was like oh nothing happened to me but she knew for certain that stuff was going on like in the modeling industry I mean oh yeah did you ever hear the story about the famous supermodel Gia No she was like I don't remember if she was abused per se but she became a, she was a teenager she was like 16 17 years old this is like back in the 70s So as you can imagine, I think she was abused. I have to watch the movie again, but I remember she was a very heavy drug user and she ended up dying because of that. But I think there was also a lot of other stuff that happened to her because she was very young and became exposed to like all these, you know, these different people at a very young age and not having, you know, somebody to, to guide her through that. Um but yeah that part to me is interesting it's like oh now we're paying attention cuz it's the yeah,
5: Hollywood well i mean meat. better start doing it sometime you know like, yeah. instead of just uh sweeping it under the rug
4: but trump is a saint don't worry <laughs> he's he's just great he's the patron saint of the pedophiles yeah <laughs> But, um so anyways uh, <laughs> um when our next guest in the hereafter they'll be on shortly and stay tuned for more mutiny radio So, tell me a little bit about uh, your backstory. How did you guys meet?
7: Um, basically, I started this group up after the death of my father and oh. brother. If you can. Right? Get a to the yeah. Basically, started this group after the death of my family members and stuff. And uh, I just said, you know what, I quit playing for everybody else. I just shut myself up in a room for like a couple months and wrote songs, directly plugged into the amp without no effects, and nothing. Just balls of the wall rock. And uh, I showed uh, a friend of mine, Tim, uh, the songs I had written, and he immediately jumped on board. He says, yeah, this is great stuff. And then uh, we needed a bass player. Nick joined us, Nick LaMagna, at LA. Uh, he passed, recently passed away, too. And then uh, Matt Taylor joins us as a drummer, awesome drummer. And uh, shortly after the recording of our first CD, um, he was actually killed in the streets of San Francisco.
4: Jesus. So, Louise.
7: Yeah, it was pretty horrible. And then uh, it's really hard to keep a band together, you know, after that, that kind of experience. And I just kept at it. I was just, you know, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep trying to do this. And uh, little by little, we hooked up with other people. And then uh, this guy joined us shortly after Nick left us We went back to L.A. Uh, Ryan, Holly, bass player um
4: <laughs> sitting right next to you
7: yeah <laughs> Then we continued playing music and stuff and then we got a break and we got on compilations i mean bands that traveled to europe and uh, all over the united states is punk and the punk rock circus the circuit and we hooked up with that and um it was a lot of fun um we were on a few of those compilations traveling with george and traveling with george too and some other ones they did a few videos of us and stuff uh, nothing to talk about but it was there and I had a friend of mine, Christian Chicas. So he did a uh, cartoon video for us. Three songs. I don't know if you've seen it on River Nation.
4: Oh, uh, I briefly looked yeah, at it. Yeah, you had to mm-hmm.
7: shoot-up, something like that. Those are my ideas, but he put in the film and did a great job there. So you, you keep at it. You keep pushing. And uh, you're going to come across shows where like, uh, there's a few people there. You're going to come across shows where there's a hundred people there. But you play your show like it's your first time. and you play the song like it's your first time. Always. Walls to the wall. Just give it all you got. What?
4: <laughs> <it. Nobody's> <laughs> <laughs> Where, what's your favorite venue to play in San Francisco? It used
7: to be Chemos.
4: <laughs> I remember, I remember I've heard about it right before it closed. We went like I of on. Oh, yeah, you were?
8: Down. Oh, yeah. It was what on. What was it called? Chemos? Chemos? It yeah, was right on, on uh, Polk Street, right? Yeah, Polk Street, pilot yeah, it Why did they close down? Was it part of the city chain? I think the, the city or yeah. that and
7: It was gone. And devil.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The Red Devil Lounge was also Did, did you guys ever yeah. play there? A, uh, Kemos? Oh, or Red Devil Lounge?
7: No, never. Did the bottom of the hill. Um,
8: a few, the Stone, there? when
7: they were around well, on, Broadway. They on
8: Broadway. The what was that place? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, uh, no, it was a fun thing.
7: The Stone was there. And the other one, Maboo had gardens across the street.
4: Wow, the that's mountains. an oldie bit of goodie. Yeah.
6: What was that? <laughs> the oh, that new club down there. Was it?
8: No, it was just a little hole. It's in the a beautiful place, club. but it was just packed. It was great. The stage was super small. The sound system was. Mm-hmm. There was
7: There's another band. place that opened up right where I think uh, um, yeah. uh, that, in front of the, uh, the stone, um, where Mobile Gardens used to be. There's another band there, another club there. Beautiful club.
4: And this is on Broadway?
7: Yeah, we opened up, we played there. Beautiful club. There's right a there.
5: few live. Places there, but they're really they yeah. Sort of real licensed. They're salt. like, like bars almost right? It's like, you know, yeah,
8: it's kind of yeah, pretty long.
5: Well. I just know I could just I could just the only thing I can think of is Vesuvius <laughs> right now.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, those beat poets, man. Yeah, they brought a, uh, they brought they sh- shined a light on the Bay Area for sure. Before um, you know, this was before like Jimi Hendrix and all that stuff happened. So. Yeah. Pretty, Pretty incredible,
8: incredible. Yeah, it's like the uh, What's the outside lands They don't have too many people That are um, You know, from locally anymore so no. It's true it's out, you know, Maybe that's why they call it Outside lands <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't
4: know No local music but, To yeah. be found They're Yeah,
8: like, uh, only Yeah, until the uh, Bluegrass Festival Or whatever
4: Oh, have you guys ever Played that one? No I oh.
8: didn't Check into it Or the guy that runs The show over here You know <laughs> I like that fire, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Play shows up in Nava. You know, oh, are nice. Fun shows up there.
4: Yeah.
7: yeah. The outdoors I, and stuff.
4: I noticed even before the fire, there's been a lot more like bands are, you oh, know, yeah. playing in, you know, the Mystic mm-hmm. Theater. and yeah, doing a lot all of that
7: stuff, stuff. Just for. for uh, we also do a lot of benefits. We we'll do those for free. You know, what's the benefit
8: of that?
4: <laughs> so, yeah, fun did you um did you guys know anybody affected by the the fires? Yeah, I'm from now Oh, you are.
8: Well, I, I live in San Francisco now, but my family's up there. But oh no wow, none of no their houses got burned down. I I really them up. Just yeah. dude, your family okay?
4: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty terrible. It's horrible,
7: it's awful. But just you know, living. In, I don't know those areas of trees and brush and growth and it's
8: hard. That's great. You build this, <laughs> that you it's you build this
4: beautiful It's a great life. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm
8: ready to go back home. It's a beautiful castle. <laughs> there's just a lot more to burn, I think. Yeah. 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 Really
4: jungle, for real. Yeah. For reals. Yeah. So do you guys have any shows coming up?
7: Um, We did have a show coming up for um Halloween, but it was canceled. Oh, no. Yeah. Open. Oh, Open oh, a store club. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We've been the there. We here. know all about not, the not Barbies. Really we just got to be, you know, a new Mm-hmm. But I did I did do a show out on Pacifica for uh, the ghost ship, uh, like a benefit, mm-hmm. myself. And you know, without the band, was pretty happy. It's pretty a lot of fun.
4: Oh, that's yeah. cool. I like yeah. Pacifica. Like, I, I try
7: to play out as much as I can anywhere. It doesn't matter to do it by myself or with someone, groups, my group, uh, somebody else's group. Just call me up and I'm there.
4: So do you do, you do a lot of collaborations?
7: Uh, musically, not, not really. Mm. I mean, he does write his own songs. He always wants me to sing his songs. like, oh my God. No, you know, uh, it's okay. Um, these songs <laughs> are really, uh, one song that I really, really like, it was based on uh, a friend of ours mm-hmm. that's also, uh, he tried to commit suicide, the ropes didn't, it didn't hold, it snapped. and snapped, uh, and he saved himself. She's really happy now that he didn't do it. I mean, they didn't finish or talk through. And that one song that she wrote about, it was really, really touching, it was really heartfelt, and you could feel it, you know, so...
6: Almost, as far as
7: writing songs, yeah. uh, I do most of the songwriting. 100 percent of it. Um, basically, because you give me the guitar and I'll write your song right now. You know?
4: Okay, yeah. write it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Turn the negative down. into a positive.
7: Okay. That's, a, that's a, actually the first song we ever recorded as a band.
4: Is that the lyrics for it? Yeah, uh
7: huh. Right here. And uh, do you want us to play it? Or? Yeah, go for okay. it.
9: Hold on. One, two, three, four. Take my hand, the tide, I won't let go. Look into my eyes. Tell you now, Feel my heart next to yours. After telling you, you and I are meant to be always the one. They don't know a thing about me. They make things up, take your time, make you on time. They're the ones. Good to want
7: We ever recorded and there was a blast playing it, you know. We actually kept the first take. We did like two takes and then we reviewed them and said, let's keep the first one.
4: Do you, when you guys record now, do you record in a studio or?
7: Yeah. In a live studio situation. In other words, uh, I like to capture the energy, the essence of the band playing together. And uh, we do that the way we have the studio set out and it's beautiful to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, because if you record track by track by track, it's too mechanical for me. It just takes away something from playing all together at once right and then we do the overdubs with the vocal tracks and stuff like sometimes we even keep the track track on vocals it sounds that good the first take around so true and we like to keep the rough edge to it you know i'm not keep it too polished i'm not always from that mm. no no no, no. <laughs> stay away from that sometimes <laughs> the biggest mistakes on the, the takes are the ones you keep because they add something they give it something a flavor of something beautiful and it's like mm-hmm. wow
4: some character, we yeah. need that character.
8: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
4: and, um, do you guys have a new release at the moment, or are you working on anything? Well,
7: the release week was, um, the last one was a uh, rocket girl, it's the one that we front right now on that music site, Nation. Yes, think yeah, I think the call it Rocket Girls R O C K I T, not <laughs> E T. <laughs> rocket, really Rocket,
4: and, rocket.
7: <laughs> yeah, so, um. In fact, the lyrics came from my, little, my niece. She's a little hot rod, you know, and everything she does, she excels at it. and It's incredible, and some people guess it that way. I will. and I always have to work at what I do, except for music. <laughs> <laughs> Songs seem to come to me, like, on the fly, you know. I've had people tell me that I've taken them somewhere, and that it's like, thank you, musically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come to you yeah, the show. And I actually no. <laughs> if you come somebody else when I'm performing, I think. I just get this energy and just drive it. You know, so it's like every show is the best show of, you know, what we're doing. that's
4: good that's yeah. the right way to, to think <laughs> about it um, where can people find out more about you online?
7: right now the main site is ViberNation.com forward slash the hereafter6 that's a direct link to that and um, we invite people to the studios on weekends sometimes mm. so just come out and hang out and have a good time um, then you just log on to there tap it and then check us if we're going to be there Saturday or Sunday or whatever day it is yeah, it can come by, can
8: but after, during the week,
7: slash ah, number
8: six, yeah.
7: I'll take you right it. Okay. We are very professional in our recordings, our rehearsals <laughs> during the week, though. You know, we don't allow people to come in because it just distracts everybody. You know, it turns into a party kind of thing, and I just, I give up, you
4: know. <laughs> no music actually gets recorded.
7: <laughs> yeah, or get things done. I, I, criti- I criticize somebody about something that hey, you're doing. It's constructive criticism. Please take it that way. Doesn't yeah. I, you know? I'm not that person that's gonna be tell you what to do, what to do, when to do. Right. No. no, 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 no. Exactly. Um, I, I try to create an environment where it's just, just, I, I not beautiful is the word, you know, um, no pressure, just. No you're pressure. a musician.
4: <laughs> Make music. There you go. So how often does he write songs, and how often do you write songs? I mean, <clears> lyrics, <throat> I guess you could say.
8: I write the lyrics, all of them. Um, he tells us how to do everything.
7: I like <laughs> He's the, the he, conductor. I like That's the way he accompanies yeah. me, though. It's pretty awesome. You know, when you join the band, the Gossip Sing, and back myself up, and also, I hit other harmonies that I hear in my head. When I write a song, it's strange, because I just don't hear my guitar. I just don't hear my vocals. I also hear the bass, the drums, and any other instrument that maybe you needed to finish the song. I hear it all. And uh, I tell people that, and they go, wow, OK. I mean, it just, It's just, you have to craft your art. Um, If you're a musician, if you're a guitar player, or bass player, whatever it is, you need to practice your thing. regardless. You just can't think that it's gonna come to you. Uh, You know, leave your guitar, leave it alone for a week. No, no, no. Don't be a wingman. Uh, I play my guitars in the mornings, noon, night, whenever. Just pick it up. Uh, I usually have a guitar in my trunk, uh, where I work, or any place. Pick it up and just play. And practice your songs, okay? I love playing other people's songs as well. Like one song I love like to play is from The cranberry "Zombie." I love playing that song. It's like incredible. It's like, and when I play it out live, it's like, wow, people really love it. But just um you have to do your homework, basically.
4: That's you good. Really do. How often do you guys rehearse?
7: I rehearse Mondays, four four four, four days a week. Four oh.
8: days a week. I do it once a week with these guys.
7: Yeah, I have a situation where I invite these guys to come over. Sometimes it's just being the drummer, sometimes it's just being the bass player, sometimes me being the lead guitar player, or sometimes it's all of us. Mm-hmm. They can hit me any of those days, you know. Preferably, we like to hook up at least one day a week all together. Yeah. But that's how we do it because everybody's got life. Everybody's doing other things, and we're all growing up, and we all got responsibilities and this and that and going. So you can't be like when you were 20 years old, where you were in the studio four, or five days a week, no matter what. Right. You're just having fun.
4: Having a blast. Yeah. That's how that's I remember it. Well, some mm-hmm. of it.
8: <laughs>
4: so, you play play no I well I used to play um, I do play guitar actually I haven't picked it up in a while but I did that when I was in high school and then um, I played the flute for a couple years elementary and um, middle school <laughs> I had to think about that yeah my brother did that <laughs> Those trombone players, man. Yeah. They sat right behind me, and they're always like huh. sticking the goddamn exactly. for thing. And I'm like, <laughs>
7: it's pretty crazy. The bass playing, <laughs> yeah.
4: It was so. It was. It was interesting, like how the flute players were in the front, and then the brass, and then like the the brass were like behind us and to the side, yeah. and then we had like the. The timpani player, the percussionist. I always kind of admired the percussion players for some reason. Yeah, the three-time (laughs) drum. Because it's not like just picking up a wind instrument. It's something completely different. It's like adding a whole different flavor.
8: Yeah. They to to it moving,
4: way yeah. They're yeah. in charge of the timing. Yeah. yeah. But you played the saxophone. I yeah, really? yeah, I played a
5: saxophone in high school. My brother loved to play sax. Yeah, I liked it a lot, but it, it's definitely something that if you don't practice, you kind of lose it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I
4: bet I could pick it up and play like hot cross buns or something. Remember <laughs> that? Why not? Try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flutes are not that expensive nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It was it. I mean it was fun. It was like a a nice hobby besides, you know, doing math, which I fucking oh, yeah. hated. Huh. Fucking hated that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but
8: like and Breakout. No, <laughs> yeah, Reese I hated B. And of the day. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um oh, I did chorus too actually. I did it I think in middle school I did it. I didn't do it in high school.
8: College was good. Well, the class good. was good. The stock was good. The only thing I don't I was playing it last time in front of a bunch of people.
4: Yeah, keep, um, you know, keep that music education going. But not everyone, you know, not all the famous people that we know or people who are musicians today started, were educated as musicians. It just comes to them naturally, right? So it's hard to say, like... I had some
7: awesome teachers. I had you guys were like 10, 15 years old than me when I first started. You no, know? and right away I started playing in the band because of my big mouth.
4: But either yeah. what, either way, I mean, it might be internal, but you kind of are learning or taking absorbing somebody else's style, right? Like
7: yeah. I come from the days of record players, you know. Over and over, same song. I loved it, you know.
4: Do you still have it?
7: The record player? The yeah. records? yeah. I do. I, do. I, do. That's I, do. Good. I do. Yeah.
4: Apparently they're worth a lot of money now. The Some, records, I mean, sure. yeah.
7: Like, I have an original White Album, so that's, I know it's worth money, but I'm not going to sell it. I'm gonna, It's all someone's yours. Someone's going to have it inherited <laughs> or
8: something. I don't know. You're right, you're selling it. You might need to pawn it. <laughs>
9: yeah, uh, you wanna do song? sure.
7: Okay, here. This one's called Body Wild. Wow. This, this this song, this song this people seem to love. One, two, three, four.
4: Song sounds so familiar to me.
10: Awesome. <laughs>
7: I'm like, yeah.
4: I've heard this before. It's a great feeling. Yeah. <laughs> How? Um, when did you write that song? Uh, okay, you're gonna say just now.
7: <laughs> yeah, just now. <laughs> this version, just now. Right. Uh, probably back in like uh, 2014. No, yeah, because Matt passed in 2014, so this is like 2014. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, major bummer. That's
4: you never know what you're gonna find in these streets, for reals.
8: Yeah, keep, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> yeah, time, for real. People get a little too comfortable when they come to the city. <coughs> I
7: love the city. I grew up here,
8: born and raised in San Francisco.
4: Right on. Um,
7: there's certain places I would not go at night, but there's certain places that I freaking all the time.
4: Yeah, where do you, do you guys live around here, or?
7: I live near McLaren Park, the Patola District. Oh okay.
4: Yeah,
7: it's mm-hmm. a real nice area out there.
8: Richmond District. Mm-hmm. Oh. Richmond. I live there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> what street? What avenue? Uh, 20th Avenue Lake.
5: Oh
4: okay. Yeah, I'm on 19th. <laughs> <No>
8: neighbors.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm on 19th and Clement, so we're pretty right. pretty close. Yeah. Uh, oh wow.
4: Do you play at the Bazaar Cafe?
8: A couple times. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
5: I like it there a lot. There you go. I like the, pa- the patio yeah, that they have. Yeah,
8: No, I have
4: not played there at no. Uh There's also um, Neck the of the Woods. woods.
5: Neck, the woods yeah. Neck. It used to be called something else, right? Like back the in the Rocket Room? Oh, I think yeah. it was called. Is that
8: that's over in the Richmond
5: district? No, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah, it's
8: on 6, six. And, uh, Clement. and Clement. 6 oh, and Clement. On 6 that's the other side of the
6: world.
8: <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's too far <laughs> for you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's on the other side.
5: That's of the world. Inner Richmond. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. there if you I'll need it <laughs> why not they're, they have just, awesome restaurants I'm, really, and I'm just busy
8: like you're busy their, yeah you know, they get gigs and stuff they really try to stay focused on that and work well that's
5: a good place to have a gig they have a they have a pretty hefty um, stage I mean um, not stage but like the room's pretty big you can have like really big shows there The yeah. Lounge is, is
8: pretty good but they're really fast at pushing you through there Oh, the Paradise Lounge that was pretty awesome yeah. Yeah. I like that I a
7: lot
4: Oh yeah well, Isn't it called Something else now I think so yeah I think I went there once yeah, It's so funny draw. That you said that I was like
7: I've been there It's called You from Slims I remember to yeah. show It's an awesome show Called The Church From Australia
4: The That's Church like I saw the them bands. Oh my god We saw them too Actually Yeah. When did you see them uh, Last year they We they did played play there. Yeah They played with The Psychedelic first. Oh okay yeah. they That's right yes. they, they did like A joint tour together yeah. They were both I was at that great. show actually Oh you were The one in uh, Berkeley right Was it Berkeley Yeah It was like an old movie theater that they turned into a a venue. The UC Berkeley Theater. It's a perfect venue, and it's like smaller. Yeah. It was a good show, for sure. Remember, I think it was the church played first, and then the Psychedelic Furs were after. Yeah. And I'd really been wanting to see them. I was like... Psychedelic Furs, yeah. And they come here every year, and that's what really pissed me off. I was like, they're here every year, and I never see them. They're always on tour. They were here recently, too, right? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
7: I used to sing for like New Year's Eve, years back. Oh, fun. It was an awesome show. Did
4: you enjoy it? Yeah.
8: I used to play at Velma's. Do you ever remember Velma's?
4: Velma's. Like, where was
8: it? It's like one of the old
5: Where was it? And... Uh, well, we've only been living here since 2011,
4: so. Okay. Yeah. I've been here We're about 11 locals. years, so most of the places that you mentioned, I'm like, or I've read about, like, uh, Mabuhay Gardens, that's where, like, nah, punk man. rock and... San Francisco yeah. was started yeah, was and then um, a lot of bands used to play at the, the Kabuki Theater yeah. used to be an actual venue right? Yeah. Depeche Mode on their first US oh, yeah. tour played their first show yeah. in San Francisco
7: yeah. <laughs> was like, I saw Depeche Mode and Depeche voice I went to see gotcha boys
8: are you, are
7: you a
4: native here? Um, no I'm from uh, Los Angeles originally so I've been to a lot of shows there, she's from Santa Monica oh. Santa Monica huh?
10: Santa Monica girl right.
4: <laughs> yeah. a beach girl well I'm still yeah. kind of on the beach but not yeah, right. kind of far
8: <laughs>
4: closer to Oakland <laughs> yeah the surfing
8: is way different than it is down
7: there is. they don't have yeah. sharks down there
4: huh. yeah, they're, yeah. they're all over out here. Yeah. it's true <laughs> And he came out, yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah I <laughs> take, <laughs> and forget friends, they, guys, it. This <laughs> guy was
7: <laughs> surfing all back, and <laughs> he had a big old shark rubbed against him. This guy came out dripping
8: wet from sweat, not from the water. Yeah. Oh my god! No, no. I was the only guy six or five that jumped up on my board and was standing up, you know, in the water because I freaked out it because the shark came in, and the guys, oh look, green white, and fear was like, what? And I just, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you know, I'm out of here. Like,
4: Who needs Jaws? You were living in. Oh so. And then
8: I watched Shark Week and now it's like half the people I served with were gone. I'm like, are coming out no more? Oh, you watched Shark Week? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I get scared
4: just watching it, just seeing it happen to other people. I'm like,
7: would never do it. We this place called The Point up on top and you can actually see the shark's black shapes come in. Yeah,
4: we sit down on you board, you're by yourself. I would not risk it, that's for sure. Um, but do you guys go to Los Angeles pretty often?
7: Yeah, I do. Um, go down to play um, shows down there.
8: Um, a lot of
4: good venues. Hangouts down do there.
8: Um, they have a lot of great things to do down there. I just the weather's good. Just recently, not too long ago, so hopefully it gets back on track. Now we got the drummer in the. Finish uh, this recording, and we'll be back down there.
4: to so the
7: punk rock
8: circuit, yeah.
4: Yeah. what other bands um, I don't know what's going there's on outside there's, it's been kind of <laughs> a busy day for uh, this street right today we're reading the news she's reading the news and I see the fire truck and I'm standing, standing up, up like, uh, like what's, what's gonna going to
7: happen
4: and now people
5: are yelling at each other I'm just like what's, what's going to happen next on today? So yeah, I
4: thought now <laughs>
8: <Halloween was over. laughs> nah.
7: So that's what we're focused on right now is to finish this new recording, this new CD. And you know, we have all the songs ready for it and stuff.
4: And will that be released next year?
7: Um, yeah. Because Scary America wants us to release it now.
8: <laughs> like today. Yeah. Yeah, last year. America's just going to do a recording first, though. That's pretty so, exciting. I'm Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. Why yeah. right not? Take all the stuff
7: we can get right now. I remember the band one time me, "You got to stop writing songs. <laughs> we can't catch up."
5: <laughs> How did you guys come up with the name?
7: Yeah, well, it basically relates to my brother. Um, I mean, he had like a whole year to express himself before he passed away. He died sick. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and um, I saw an angry young man become this incredible, beautiful individual, new person, being. He died without a hateful bone in his body. It was incredible to see someone go through that and come to the realization that this is it, it's me. And be beautiful that way. And so, we always talked about the afterlife. And uh, we believed in it. Um, And so, the hereafter relates to that this isn't it. There's more to
8: it
4: absolutely this is only a piece of the puzzle what the yeah. fuck is there
8: like an uh, meeting
4: up there, or what <laughs> there? <laughs> it's a Saturday night in the mission there's yeah. an exorcism happening right outside right. our right. studio yeah,
5: yeah, we we, so, yeah. we live I mean the halfway house is just around oh, the corner it's oh, so
8: halfway that's down the street pretty. halfway down the street is a halfway
5: house <laughs> yeah. they're uh,
4: they're just hanging out enjoying Saturday evening you know song? yes please
7: okay it's called looking the find this actual song came to me in a dream i got up and put out my guitar and just started writing the main stuff and it came out as when we finally recorded it right mm-hmm. and it's called looking the Fun. we are there after
9: Searching out there, hoping to find someone like you To give me the love I need to give me the love I need What can I say, what can I do I did everything I could for you It wasn't not for you, yeah It wasn't I for you Everyone thinks you're the greatest, everyone worships yours But you know who you are, yeah, you know who you are Why you now come back to the everything you need through Keep yourself away, yeah, keep yourself away Love you so up
8: No, know.
4: I can kind of, I can kind of yeah. get a Picture sense of how it would be live. Um, when did you write that song? Can't a dream, like
7: in 2013.
4: That's pretty recent.
7: Yeah, people say I hum in my sleep. Go in the thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and, um, before I like dream about a song, and I so said i remember it the next day. No way, you don't remember nothing. You gotta get up, know what time it is. Turn on the or guitar and record it. At least the melody to it, and you can build it on that. Oh,
4: that's awesome. Yeah. And that happens pretty often.
7: It does, actually. Our dreams are playing in front of thousands of people. You know? Yeah. And he's wake trying up, to. He's
4: trying to upstage you.
8: <laughs>
7: no, this guy's is a musician in his own place. He knows what he's doing. He knows what's up. Oh,
4: okay. So you don't, you don't care what he does either way. No,
7: I'm pretty sure it's the interpretation on, of song. Exactly yeah. If I don't like exactly what they're doing at the time, then I'll speak up. Try it this way. It's got to be pug rock. And then, All downstairs. Well, the worst thing they ask me is, well, show me. Okay.
4: <laughs> Where do you see the band going in the next couple of years?
7: Giant tour punk circuit 16 days his house yeah, there you go why not Basel
8: oh. pad yeah.
7: get out there <laughs> 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 this guy's awesome through the city you know got, I inherited the house basically so I was like it's going to the cold inside. and stuff I was born and raised there but I moved out for a while and then came back and uh, yeah it's, a really oh,
4: place to live. it's interesting how like uh, sometimes
7: you're welcome to come on over barbecue you know hang out <laughs> beers. I got
8: yeah, quiet rooms it's, it's, it's I have the noisy there. rooms yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Barbecues are good. That's the
8: only time we'd all show up for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, guys. He's He's
7: barbecue, bar- barbecue right? uh, Salad, bread, <laughs> dessert, and meat. And then after a while, you know what? just the meat, man. You guys don't eat nothing else.
4: <laughs> I think I'll stick with the salad.
7: <laughs> you know, you, you're going to get a meat coma in my house. Oh, God. Yeah. Matt used to say that all the time. Yeah, was, I eat so much meat. He goes like, oh, I got to go sleep now.
4: <laughs> it's funny how it has that effect on you, right? Like Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, uh, so. yeah. He's
8: not kidding when he said like all oh, meat. I'd be over sometimes like, is there anything? Oh, He's like, no, man. They're all. So, like Vikings. And I'm like,
4: oh, oh okay, shit.
8: All right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> is it like a medieval feast yeah, or so something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. What it is. I'm, I'm th- picturing it in my mind. Oh, yeah. That long table with you know the. I right, fire
8: on going too It's like yeah. It's right off the barbecue.
5: You
4: have a mm-hmm. chalice with your drink.
8: Oh, uh, you see my drinking
7: cup is awesome.
5: <laughs> lots of wine. <laughs> so, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a pint cup. I really
8: actually like that, <laughs> that, like, like, no, that no, Florida, no, You right?
7: know, right? like the troubadours <laughs> of old times, old English. That's uh-huh. the way I feel like uh, I was one of those people. And, and you were brought back from castle to castle. <laughs> and your past life. Going from castle to castle, yeah. yeah. Like it was you, it was uh, the hereafter.
8: Yeah,
5: the hereafter.
8: <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened after? Oh my gosh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> How poetic. How would you describe your style of music?
7: Um, eclectic, because I can write um, really fast, heavy songs, really slow type songs. It's a style. Valid. What's your um, style? What do you think you're? sound like the
8: Your music influences <laughs> are in there as far as like you know. Labeling I the come rock, from a
7: very punk, musical influence because I told you the guys I played with were like 10, 15 years old at the time, and they would listen to Black Sabbath, Ted Nugent, um, Zapp, of course. I would um, tell them
8: rock punk and oldies because we did the see a lot
7: of the opera kind of singing which is really old style mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of like one of my favorite eras is like late um, 50s, early 60s with all the harmonies in there you know
8: yeah, yeah. Really punk Tim is like a lot of yeah, harmonies ACDCs, his influences and me I'm just the, the place <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: nothing in particular yeah
8: and the drummer was uh played like double bass drums uh, like, like, I used like to hate it foot, yeah just like total uh, but he was such a good
7: drummer that instead of having he would make, you know, would make up with it in other parts you know
4: do you guys have other instrumentation besides uh, guitars and drums
7: yeah I have a lot I got keyboards in certain songs I do all the time I can play the spoons uh, no I'm
8: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom always says I can play the spoons yeah. <laughs> I like the spoons <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah the spoons are cool I love playing
6: bass, too. Oh my I upright? I'm good. And it's incredible sounding. It's beautiful. Piano. Mm-hmm. Piano's
7: nice. Yeah. Piano. I'm not a rich or any kind of like thing like that on piano, but I know how to work it. You know? Mm-hmm. I can really go find a pitch, a key, and really go there.
4: I never learned how to play piano, but I think I can figure it out.
6: <laughs> yeah. Well, I <laughs>
8: we'll To it, and you know, they're all like, eh, i sharp like, What? You know,
4: you're talking some kind of the language
8: right now. So that's
7: probably something I need to figure Sheet out. Music. Later, you know. Sheet music language. Yeah, just listen to it. Yeah, like our punk roots, too. It's, I have listened to the Ramones, of course, and, and you know, The Clash. Sure. I, I just love.
4: All hail The Clash and yeah,
7: The Ramones. Fans like that. I, I, I love The Pretenders. I really do. Yeah, me too. And it's like, yeah, I saw him play once, and I was like, wow, this girl can really play.
4: Yeah, she's well, a great this, musician
7: just, I'm not saying this against guys But I've seen girl bands play And they totally blow doors on dudes
4: Do you like Joan Jett? Oh yeah I always liked her
8: Yeah, I really She did. was hot. <laughs> she hot
4: She still is She still I know <laughs> She was a good one um, Pat Benatar Stevie oh, Nicks Stevie Nicks, Nicks.
7: Like punk, punk roots. Listen to this one. This is a real quick one, but it's you can hear the punk in it.
4: Sounds like the damned. I got a new rose. I got a good. (laughs) good
9: Wow.
7: we <laughs> over that—that's like the only pumpkin
8: mm-hmm. song. I, <laughs> I think the bass is the majority of the punk mostly most songs. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that's what you make. That's how you wanted it. It's okay. Yeah, all okay, think just
4: you, know, you, you can't do any other styles, like reggae? I, or... I, I, I always doing a different
8: style. He's like, no, 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 oh, like this. So I was like, okay, cool, all right. So says,
4: <laughs> what about funk?
8: Yeah, yeah, no funk? Yeah, what happened that way? Yeah.
4: What about the police? They were, you know, rock, and then they became yeah. contemporary, and then they were playing yeah. reggae. Vibes, yeah, I,
7: music. I, I believe in change like that you, know, you start off one way and you keep progressing And pretty soon you're doing do you, something else But do
4: you think that some of those bands like, Ripped off other people's styles And became yeah. really successful I mean even the right.
7: same chord progressions and stuff but but so You make it your own you with your own and voice And your own personality voice I don't think
8: they mean to it, it just happens that way uh-huh. different styles mm-hmm.
7: There's only so many chords that you can throw down on a song But then yeah, exactly and You add your own personality to it and your own voice And it's your, it's your song now uh-huh so there you go <laughs> no i agree yeah.
4: and um again remind us oh you're still working on setting up some shows in the bay area
7: we're focused right now on recording the cd I'm Recording. and we, and so we so have our a show, drummer now we got bass now we're doing it
4: we gotta get a freaking drummer oh okay you're gonna get another guitar player
7: yeah 10 weeks is our lead guitar player for the longest time but he just got burnt out you never heard talk about
8: that we can call wiggles like that <laughs> wiggles yeah, you know it's not no crazy patterns you just wiggle it it's great but <laughs> I always tell, I always tell <laughs> people lead
7: <laughs> guitar players in particular <laughs> don't blow it all at once don't give them all at once
5: don't if anybody at listening at no. out there is a drummer a guitarist who should they contact
7: uh, to your audition me what <laughs>
9: <laughs> Yeah.
5: how do they I reach out to you <laughs> <laughs> Reverb Nation yeah okay, okay. so it's reverbnationcom slash hereafter
7: yeah six a direct link to okay. hereafter that hereafter six yeah. he a also Facebook, Facebook under Gerhardt too. they can okay. hit me up there so no.
6: you, <laughs> <guys>, you
5: guys, <laughs> so you guys have a social media account okay
7: uh, we did Tim we handled that but since he's out I haven't to him
4: about. I thought you were gonna say since he's you need dead. to get that password.
8: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh god! What? Oh, since he's one. dead, yeah, he's not gonna be able to manage there. that I mean, page no die. more. I'm getting a little nervous <laughs> myself. Maybe
4: yeah,
5: yeah it was it was like really how many bad. people <laughs> in the band? Oh jeez, they all yeah. died. That's I mean, I mean, like, like,
8: okay. like, People <laughs> dropping like flies. Like spinal and he
5: died. (laughs) It's
4: called the hereafter.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Is Is
4: anyone managing this account?
7: I remember a girlfriend of mine one time in my backyard came screaming bloody murder down the hill because I'm on a uh, backyard the hill. And she goes, there's bones, there's bones buried back there, there's bones. (laughs) And I goes, oh my God, she "She found the dog bones I buried my dogs out there in a cemetery. And
9: she freaked
8: Everybody's like looking at me like I'm a murderer. Well, or when we're having a barbecue. And <laughs> Talk he about the dog after up with a dog bone. It looks like a leg hanging out of his mouth. Like, Holy cow! What's that?
4: <laughs> okay. I would have screamed too. Oh, the Holy oh, there's oh, another flashing light, guys.
8: They found us again. Dude. What's hey, it? No. Uh, he's already been, you know, abducted by aliens. This guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh
4: yeah. So tell us about that. Are you guys? Yeah. Into that believe in aliens? I know
8: where their are. face is at. <laughs> okay. He's I know like, what their Don't face look is at. at me. <laughs> it wasn't like take me to your leader it was like take me to your dealer. So I was like I'll just keep I'll buy that for like, a dollar. <laughs> 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 see, that's
4: so are UFOs real? That's the question of the uh-huh. night. I do believe they are. <laughs> You know they're listening to this
5: show right now. You right? know it? Yeah. They don't even
4: need a headset, okay? You want to see me? Really? <laughs> <Yes>.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: okay. It's another episode of the X-Files. Yes.
4: It's coming back. <laughs> it has been. Because, oh, it has yeah. Been back. Yeah, okay. It says Matrix. coming
5: in 2018.
4: The what? The Matrix? Matrix? Yes.
8: yes. First hand yeah. experience, though. To the, with with the, the
7: aliens. Or like that. First hand experience, the aliens. Just oh, kidding. The I,
4: <laughs> I mean, aren't we already living in the Matrix? Already?
7: Huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got to
4: get back. <laughs> <laughs> I got to plug in again. You know, this yeah. This device is here. If you think about it, it's kind of true, right? Like we're constantly attached or hooked to a device of some some sort. I try to stay away from
7: that,
8: sir. So. That's good. As me long too. as we're cute. We're good. That was good? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did you know that Saudi Arabia has their first like uh, robot citizen? Yeah. They that do. scared the You're crap like
8: out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Like the super freak model.
7: If you <laughs> notice, 5, if you notice, our, our our, on right our now. video, you know, from the hereafter, on on the on site, the first <laughs> video is about a robot prostitute, Quote.
5: Oh, you know nice.
7: how it was invented and stuff like that. And uh, I said, where did you get the idea? Jesus. From Japan. They already made it. Waiting for Saudi Arabia did Yeah, that's true. That's
5: that's true. true. Yeah,
4: they've been making them <laughs> for a while. My response was hell to the no. <laughs>
8: hell
6: to
4: the nope. Nuh I'm not gonna be compared to that shit.
8: Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll be out. Uh, oh, honey, I'm gonna have to get one of those uh-huh. robot models and you know, don't it out. <laughs> no.
4: That's, uh, they're all gonna be burned. Um, all the guys
8: are gonna be stuck on an island with a bunch of robot women going, hell, please bring them back. Uh-huh. <laughs>
4: That's why the warehouse... That'll be the end of civilization. Yeah, the warehouse is going to be burned to the ground, yeah. so I'm just letting him know now. Here, I'd meet you any... Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to play another song?
7: I'll tell you what, I'll do one more, and uh, this is one I just recently wrote. We haven't oh, yeah. it yet. And uh, it's very political, because um, I was up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I was up at the Statue of Liberty, and uh, it's like, wow, man, this is, I, I really believe what she stands for. And I don't, I may be a hardline Republican, but I'm not that kind of crazy person, but I do believe what she stands for. And I think so many people have forgotten what she stands for. Mm. And it just irked me to the point of where I have to write something political, and I did this one. Yeah. Uh, Different, but that's
4: it. No, that was nice. That was a good Thank one you. Was that a uh, more recent track, or yeah,
7: it's one of the newest ones. I call it courage. So, um, big plans for this one.
4: Mm-hmm. It's cool. We're gonna need it. I'd love this. As
7: soon as it's done, I'll bring it over. <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh yeah, courage. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, oh,
7: I got just, you I just, with, it.
4: just with the the way things are going now. Well, you shouted, "Green
7: and Radio" is awesome. You're great.
4: Thank you. Yes. Great well, well, thanks for for awesome. coming, you guys. Sorry it was so last minute, but sometimes that's how good things happen, right? We didn't
8: to through the crucible round. We didn't. It's not practice time. You got to have practice time. <laughs> it's got to be perfect or I won't do
7: it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his nickname is Stone, because like, he always wants it written written in you stone. Be, like, he wants know. it like. This way it's it has to be. First thing I, is
8: read, I have a tendency to change you know, things on stage, you know? And,
7: yeah, I'll feed you the crowd, I'll read off the crowd and feel if I the start, to the start, change here, it here or there. I might well, even add well. a heart and that's what frightens
8: him the most. They kept changing I'm like, you guys are changing I'm like, no, we're not. You're the new guy. I'm like, no, you guys are changing it. I'm serious. <laughs>
4: changing it up, yeah. mixing you know, it up.
8: Adding six, of the, you know, six more here and five there. I'm like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> but also the arrangements. I change them on the fly. You know, so.
7: Are they able to keep up? That's the trick. They call the Amazing Creskins. Haha, <laughs> they have to read my mind. <laughs>
8: <laughs> he, he's not kidding. They're already Amazing Crescens. They're like, Creskin, oh, what the hell is that? And they're like, oh, you know, we just know when he's going to change. You know, we, we know. And I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> but within a there's within a little the bit
4: of ESP telepathy right. involved. Yeah, but those guys, obviously. Yeah. I
7: have no idea. What but if you're a real about. musician, you can do it. No problem. No.
4: Is he a real musician? Oh
7: yeah, most definitely.
4: Yeah.
8: Really, yeah. I am real. I'm really grateful. You know, it's really hard
7: <laughs> that people come play with you. And this guy dedicates his time to come play.
4: Oh so, awesome. Well I hope yeah. you guys find a drummer. I'm sure I'm sure you will. Alex, this
7: guy also uh, East Bay. each day, seems like he's pretty damn good. I mean, doesn't kids, seem to so. have uh drug or alcoholic.
8: Your problems. <laughs>
4: uh, it seems it's, to run rampant. It, it's, it,
8: yeah. it's hard. I mean, it's really hard to get people that are just, like, straight and, they, you know, are down for it. You know I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's our time, you know, you know yeah. kids, family, you know, job, it's uh, living in San Francisco. And you know,
7: I can't pick the kettle black, you know, because I've been there, but I have me early, because I hung around you with know, old people, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I got to the point where they said, you quit drinking or we quit. And I said, okay. So I was drinking water, and this is so funny. Water is practiced, water everything. And then I said, see how much better you sound? After like a month of playing, awesome. And uh, they <laughs> found out right that you know, it was <laughs> As you can pure vodka and not water.
5: (laughs) Oh, we know somebody like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He brings his bottle of water with him. Uh, That was uh, at my birthday. I was like, oh
8: my God. Uh,
4: No.
5: Now this guy's a big fan of having a bottle like this. And Uh, you're like, oh, he's drinking water. He's being
4: healthy. And then you you smell it and you're like, oh, Oh, that's not water. Oh, yeah.
7: But I quit cold turkey. Everything. Uh, Alcohol. And just my life did... From night to day, for the better. I'm, I'm glad to hear it.
4: Yeah, it's the it's the right path to go. Not so I have a not lot easy. Of friends
7: who have problems with alcohol and stuff. Like last year alone, I buried eight friends. Jeez. Some survived the liver transplant. Yeah. Somebody, some people didn't. So didn't get the liver transplant. Some died of that hard because they for a new they just you can do it at <laughs> yeah. 20 maybe you know <laughs> but when you're 30 40 pushing it you can't do it anymore yeah. your body's gonna eat up eventually yeah,
5: yeah it's true so, you don't live a long life living like that yeah
8: Pick, pickle everything
7: up I drink 2 cases a beer a week you know and, and that doesn't include the weekend <laughs> so <laughs> but I was a functioning alcoholic musically. at least that's what I thought
8: you know But some people. We all sound good when we're
7: drunk. Yeah, we think we do.
8: (laughs) To (laughs) yourselves, yeah. (laughs) Great, are we? Yeah, high five! (laughs) Just back. That's that
4: liquid uh liquid encouragement. Yeah. yeah. Liquid courage is what they call it. Well, thanks again for stopping on nice, by. Yeah. Mutiny radio. Very nice to meet you.
8: <laughs>
4: and hereafter you can find them on a reverb <laughs> nation
7: dot com forward six.
4: And stay tuned for more mutiny general, Radio.
10: Peaceful.
3: I got tonight. You guys have been wonderful. Give it up for your host. All right, let's hear it for Adam Garden.
2: Next up, it's the one, the only, Sabrina Miller. Seriously,
10: the one and only. There is no other comedian in the Bay Area named Sabrina Miller. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig deep a little bit. I'm gonna talk about my childhood. I, uh, I actually, I spent about four years in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Um, if you're not familiar with the city, which you probably aren't, um, you don't just end up there, right? Uh, you, you end up there for a few reasons. Um, number one, your car breaks down on the way to Myrtle Beach for spring break. <laughs> That's one reason. Uh, another reason, is for um, it's for like EOD training, the explosive ordnance disposal, and that's why, you know, my dad dragged my mom, my sister and me there because there's no other reason to go to a place like that. That's smack dab in the middle of the dismal swamp where you can smell it before you see it. You can